Yo, 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 what's happening, everybody? This is Kyron Montero coming to y'all with some dope content, man. I don't know what we're going to call this, but I got a real good homie of mine, Ronald Morrell Jr. What's happening, man? This is the, the CEO of Morrell Scooters, CEO of Elevated Events. Got some real estate going on. Real good dude, man. I've been rocking with this dude for the last decade, real close. Always knew who he was, but we've had a real dope relationship for the last decade. So, uh, yeah, y'all make a make a round of applause for the homie, man. Man, I appreciate you for having me on, man. You know, this is your your first episode, man. So I'm looking forward to supporting you, man. And uh, I really believe in what you got going on, what you're doing. So we let's let's make it happen. Uh, you definitely do, man. Ronnie has been a huge supporter of myself and anything I've been doing in the last decade, man. So appreciate you, man. Uh, so let, let's dive into it, man. Tell your story. You born and raised here, yeah, man. Came up in the church. So, like, give people who may not know you uh, your background and how you came up. Yeah, man. So, like he said, my name is Ronald Morrell Jr. from Marion, Indiana. Uh, yeah, born and raised here. Uh, born and raised in the church, you know. And I uh, grew up playing music in the church at a very young age. Grew up on the drums, and coming from a a, a black Pentecostal church, you know, it's always like you got to be ready, so you don't know what you're gonna do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I was played drums and eventually learned how to play uh, piano. So yeah, man, that was like a lot of my upbringing. A lot of church, man. I mean, I'm from Indiana, so a lot of basketball, so uh, a lot of music, man. So that's kind of a brief synopsis of my my upbringing. That's what's up, man. So, I always knew who you were, um, but I got real cool with you in 2012, back when I was going by The Messenger. For those who don't know, I'm a historically known as a Christian hip-hop artist. My formal, former rap name is The Messenger, and I needed a drummer. <laughs> so, I was doing the show at this, this youth camp, and... uh seen this young brother who was killing it and it happened to be happened to be my brother Ronnie and uh we got cool so like explain that time period of how you because you was just getting your start really yeah man so at that time man I, this was a 2011 12 something that was like that? 2012 summer okay. 2012 yeah, man so I was super super dedicated to being a drummer that's what I want to do my whole life be a, a full-time musician full-time drummer and you know uh Kyron is formerly known as the messenger. He was killing it, right? So he was touring, and he ended up hitting me up one time. I think the event was it was God belongs in my city at the park. It was actually Miss Gwen Evans. That's because you, oh, you, yeah, you yeah, had yeah. a you had a church choir, your own church uh, praise team at the time. Yeah, okay, I remember. Yep. So we did that, and then the next, the one that I remember like it was like a lot of people was out there was the. God belongs in my city joint in the Matter Park. That was our first event together. Yeah, it was our first event together, man. So, uh, I mean, that was that was super dope, man. So I'm super excited to be a part of that. And we did a lot of touring, man. For I would say I don't know if it was a year or two year run, maybe longer than that, maybe like a three year run. About two and a half, three. Yeah, yeah. yeah we was doing a we do it. Did a two and a half, three year run like every weekend, hitting different places all across the state. So, man, that was a good time, man, and uh, a good experience. Got to meet a lot of people. Learned a lot of business stuff, learned a lot of uh, people skills, and I mean that's that's definitely something in my life that I would say has helped um, propel me to where I am today. So, people look at you and they think Morel Scooter is your first business. 
That's not your first business. No, man. So uh, my first business, man, my pops actually started it for me. I was I was 16 and I always been really into shoes, right? So my my pops used to give me money to get Jordan and stuff like that. And then one day he was like, you know, I'm not really giving you no money anymore. So what he did, he went out and bought me a, uh, a leaf blower, a push lawnmower, and then my grandpa had a, uh, a riding lawnmower in the trailer. So my dad went and bought the other couple pieces I need in a weed eater. Bought a weed eater too. Bought the other couple pieces I need, and uh, went out and got me some customers and like gave me a receipt book and was like, "All right, here you go. Here's your business, and don't ask me for no more money." And then to this day, I'm twenty. I just turned twenty nine. My father and my pops never gave me no more money after that. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so it, it was just he gave, he gave me the tools on what to, like how to go out and make money for myself. And after that, man, I was, I mean, so that was, I was 16 when I was running my first business. Like the first year, my dad ran the books for me because I really didn't understand that part of it. And I was, I was just out doing the work, like cutting the grass. But then my next year, uh, when I was 17, I was running the whole business myself, doing my own customer acquisitions um, and customer retentions. And, you know, at, at one point in time, man, so mind you, I'm 16 and 17. In the summertime, I'm, I'm running up like 500 a week, working like two days. Mm. This lawn care, you know, what I mean? so everybody else was like had had jobs. I I was working like Monday and Wednesday, making five hundred a week, and I was seventeen. So at that time, that's when I had that I had that old school Mercedes, had that, <laughs> and then I had the Mercedes, and then I went and got that Range Rover because I was I mean I was I was, for summer I was breaking it in the summer. Like I think my highest summer in, in two months, I one time I made like fifteen thousand. Mm. I was running it up just off of cutting grass, and all because you know my dad put that. You know, that entrepreneurship uh, spirit in me really early. So I was able to, uh, I ran that business, man, from 16 all the way until I think I was probably uh, like 20, 22, something like that. So I let it go. So let's let's hang around there for a second. So as many layers to what you just said. So first off, you come from a family of entrepreneurships. Yeah, man, definitely, man. So uh, you know, my grandfather is the uh, patriarch of it all. He started uh, Morel floor covering. So, I mean, I didn't come up with it in a traditional way. I mean, I got photos now that I'll share sometime on, on social media of me at three years old running a jackhammer, you know what I mean? Like taking up ceramic tile and like every spring break, summer break, uh, all the other vacation times that we were in school, I mean, I'm working, you know what I mean? So we, we get at, we get out of school. I know the whole week I'm laying floor, I'm laying carpet, uh, I mean, every kind of floor covering. So when I used to hate it, like growing up, I promise I hated it. I hated every aspect of it. But, um, you know, they used to tell me, you know, like looking back, uh, that you'll, you'll, I mean, you'll need this or want this one day. So now um, I'm ne- one thing I always say, I'll never be broke because everything I got going on fails. I can always go and put some flooring down. It's hard work, you know what I'm saying? But I can always go back to that. So I'm really thankful that uh, for all those times and all the stuff that we did, but it definitely wasn't fun at the time, man, to be working that hard at such a young age. But they definitely uh, instilled some stuff in me. So, yeah, my grandfather started that. And then uh, my aunt has a couple businesses. She does some real estate, and she also owns Anytime Fitness here in Marion. And my dad has a couple businesses. He does businesses, does real estate. He started Morel's Fish and Chicken, and he um, he also, uh, also purchased the old uh, Boys and Girls Club on Clark Street and doing some stuff with that. So, man, it's, run, it's running in my blood, man. So Run, Running in your blood. So now you got a wife, you got a daughter. Yeah. About to have another one. Any day, man. Any any day now. And if, if your grandparents, but more so your, your father, 
didn't instill that hustle and that entrepreneur uh into entrepreneurship um you know drill that into you then you probably wouldn't be a, a business business uh, you know owner of several businesses today so now with you being a father having your own kids wife and and continuing that legacy what is the importance of parents instilling things into their kids at an early age man i i mean as of right now i'm around the kids a lot man i uh one thing that i've noticed is the parent involvement is like i would probably say like 95 percent of the reason like kids are the way they are so like for me i'm thinking of cause my my daughter's two and my other one's about to be born here any day and a couple exercises that I want to start doing with them. I mean, starting from the very beginning, my my first daughter, Olivia, she's super social. So uh, when we go out, I'll make her use that to her advantage and say, hey, you know, I want you to go up. When we go into a restaurant, wherever we're going, you know, work this room, go up and introduce yourself to everybody. So don't be afraid to talk to anybody and get that that skill down and really own it. Another thing I'm going to do is because, you know, reading and literacy is super paramount, man. And instead of... Uh, like having my kids do chores or stuff like that, I want to have them read books, and as they complete the books and turn in a report, that's for how they'll earn like an allowance or stuff like that. So I really want to get that importance of reading, and they can get compensated for being intelligent as opposed to mm-hmm. being a worker, and they get compensated for that. So I really believe, man, that doing everything as a parent, I mean, it also makes me nervous too, man, because I know how great my upbringing was for me is like I got to be able to at least you know what I mean it's, 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 it's being a parent is tough man so I definitely want to do all that I can for my for my daughters and raise them to be you know strong you know God-fearing women um but I just you know it's a learning process man something something I think about every day and realize the mistakes that I make and try to correct them and try to keep moving forward yeah yeah that's what's up man seeing your come up is dope like I know you always had greatness in you but knowing you as Ronnie the drummer right uh, and then coming up to where you are now as a as a community leader and just an entrepreneur and just just everything that you got going on as a man period is is crazy. I'm gonna tell y'all something uh why I knew Ronnie was a hustler we when we was touring, Ronnie had started building his his own brand up because he had seen other drummers like you was talking to the crazed drummer you was talking to <laughs> Sticks from, from Muncie Like Ronnie had always been networking So he was talking to other drummers uh, I think you had got an endorsement From a from a drum company at one point You know in that time period yep, yeah. And so Ronnie was really working on building this brand Ronnie is the only drummer in history I know Who was selling posters at my merch table <laughs> Hey man By any means necessary man You know I'm trying to, I'm out, here, I'm out here trying to get it man All time Any means necessary Listen They coming up to buy my t-shirts <laughs> my CDs and albums and posters and all of this stuff. And then here you got this brother saying, yo, you want to buy my poster for $3? <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, I was hustling. I can't remember who. I think I, uh, who's a Jiffy print made them for me? Them joints was like 75 cents a piece. And I was selling them for three, for $3. Three to $5. I, matter of fact, you were selling them for $5 at one point. Hey, man. The hey, return man. on investment was, was, hey, was great. So l- let's kind of shift it a little bit. For people... In Marion, Indiana, really anywhere, but I'm going to apply this to our city, Marion, Indiana. What is the importance of young entrepreneurs in Marion? Because I feel like within the last three years, we've seen a, a new wave of entrepreneurship within our age group. I'll be 32 in May. You just turned 29. Yeah. 
Yeah. On Easter not this yet. year, so not as old as you yet. You said what? Not as old as you. Shut up, man. <laughs> this dude, this dude been calling me old since I was twenty four, dog. <laughs> this this dude is terrible. So, like, what is the importance of entrepreneur entrepreneurship within the the young adult, middle age adult age groups? Because we're starting to see more people. I would say from you know, basically from kind of 21 to 50. What is the importance of people getting their hands dirty? Man, I would say uh, from the from the pandemic, man, people realize how quickly uh, your job just wasn't enough. Just having mm-hmm. a job by itself wasn't enough. I always liken it to a table. You know what I'm saying? If you got a table with one leg on it and somebody chops a leg off, the table's going to fall. Mm. If you got a table, you know what I mean, with – for the nine legs Somebody cut one You would feel it But it's not gonna be The same effect So that's how I look at My You know my strings of income Like I work I mean I try I try to get as much stuff Going on as possible To bring me money in So if somebody hit me With one hit, Cut one of my legs off I'm, I'm never gonna stop And I'm gonna keep rolling So I think that Encouraging people to be You know To be entrepreneurs Is not saying Oh you know Quit your job And just go out here And just I mean hope for the best there's obviously different ways to go into it, but I definitely think that man, everybody should have some kind of some kind of business that they're doing, even if it's not their full time career. Okay, that's what's up, man. We 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 fresh off of the hills of the Grant County Economic uh, Growth Council Investor Achievement Awards. Uh, myself got honored for Frequency Canvas. You got honored for two or three different businesses. Which which ones? Did you yeah. get honor for? So I got this this year. I got my second award for uh, Morel Scooters and my first award for um, Elevated Events. Well, I'm in a partnership with that one, so we got an award for Elevated Events. Okay, and and then Keenan Davis, uh, who owns the State Farm Agency, here got got a uh, honor. And then even though she wasn't in attendance, Kanisha Townsend, who owns Uplift U Boutique uh, here downtown, Marion, also got honored. So. That's four different young black businesses that got honored this year in 2022. In total, five different entrepreneurs mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that that are involved in that. So five black young black entrepreneurs and business owners got honored. What what is the what do you think the the weight of that is Man. as far as like where Marion is and is trying to go? I think that um, black young black entrepreneurs stepping up and because uh, I mean a lot of people have visions, you know what I'm saying, but it's the ones that actually take those visions and make them reality mm. that uh, we're talking about in this situation. So everybody who got honored had the, had a vision for their business and actually stepped out. I would call step out on faith and you know uh, was able to, I mean, excel to the point where, I mean, because you have to explain to the people what the requirements are for the award. So the requirement is that you invest um, a minimum of $25,000. So, I mean, that's not, I mean, it's not $25 million, but it's still something, you know, so. Let, let's be real. Mm-hmm. Most people ain't got $25,000 sitting around. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's definitely a significant amount of money. So honoring people who are willing to step out and, um, on faith and really invest into the community, invest in the man, because I mean, I think that it's kind of, it's contagious. You know what I mean? When you, when other people see 
you invested in Marion and now they want to or they want to pursue their dreams. I've had countless people telling me, man, in person, emails, text message, uh, Facebook message, however kind of pe- way people reach out to me is like, oh, man, I see what you're doing. It's really inspiring me to do insert blank, whatever it is that they want to do. So that's really one of the main reasons I do what I do and do it the way that I do is to make sure I'm inspiring other people to let them know it's like, you know, you got to pursue, you got to pursue your dreams. You know, God has called everybody here and put everybody here on this earth and put everybody specifically in Marion, Indiana for a reason. So if you're not uh, moving forward and walking in that calling, then what are you doing? So you can't waste the talent that God's given you. It takes me back to the story in the, in the Bible with dealing with the talents. My, my man got one other person got uh, five. Another person got another number. Um, the person who got one talent. So even if you even if you only have one talent, you got to go out and use that talent and produce and make another one. Mm. So if if God if God's giving every person that's watching this something one thing that you're good at, and you got to go out and use that. Don't just don't just hold on to it and don't not use it because I mean God can't take it away, obviously. So my encouragement to everyone is no matter what your talent is, go out and make something happen with that and come back with two. Man. That's some that's some wisdom right there, and and so you brought up faith, and and I will tap into this real quick. We're both believers in Jesus Christ, uh, Christianity, discipleship, followers of Christ, many different things that you, you know how you can describe it. How does how does faith in Jesus and and your Christianity how does that play into entrepreneurship? Because I think a lot of times the church has been segregated from culture, from entrepreneurship, from community service. It used to not be like that, but it seems like now the church is not seen being a part of, you know, some of the, the major areas of of what it takes to build a community. Yeah, so one of the things I'm really passionate about is, you know, faith and entrepreneurship, and I uh, teach a lot of kids or anybody who wants to know, like, what it looks like to for those things to intersect and you know move forward at the same time so i came under my grandfather's a pastor i don't know if i mentioned that before so i watched him you know pastor a church and also run a business at the same time mm. and how you can honor god no matter where you're at so it's not just when he's you know preaching on sunday but when he's you know uh laying floor or doing whatever else he's doing it's that you know that same man that god has called you to be especially if you know him he'll preach to you any anytime you know you know what i'm saying that is a, and your grandma <laughs> both of them but but so shout out to mr and mrs morell yeah so i mean what does it look like to be a minister no matter where you're at because i mean i believe as christians we're all called to be a witness so that's not nothing you can just turn off or turn on when god has done what god has done for us no matter where we are whether we're on the pulpit in the pew uh, at work, uh, no matter where you work at or running your own business, we're always called to be a witness of you know what God has done uh, for us and what He can do for others. So often those two things are viewed as separate, like church and entrepreneurship, church and business. But my outlook on it is where those things intersect and all the things that are in, are in common between both. You know what's funny, man? A lot of people don't realize is that the oldest, you know, different. Business entities, you got LLCs, you got S-Corps, C-Corps, uh, sole proprietors, general partnerships. You know, you got different kind of business entities in America. But the oldest one of them is being incorporated, you know, being an S-Corp or a C-Corp. And originally that, that came from the church. Oh, wow. I, I didn't know that. That's yeah, I read this online. Now, that, now, I had to refer to source, but if I'm not mistaken, it came because the church, mm-hmm. the church needed 
a way to be taxed. Mm. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so when we talk about the church not mm-hmm. the church and business not going together, it's yeah. like the church take up money every every Sunday. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean. So now, I mean, a whole other conversation. But I definitely think. I mean, uh, maybe dance, let me dance around how I say it. Every everything is a business. Yeah. Every everything is a business, and um, whether people want to admit it or not, everything is a business. So. Yeah, that's that's how. <laughs> that's how I answer that. Yeah, I like yeah, that. I like yeah. that. Uh-huh. Um, well, man, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna drag it out too much longer, man. I'm I'm proud of you. Proud of all the things that you accomplishing here in the city of Maine, Indiana, Grant County, Indiana, just just abroad. Um, I think that we need more people to step up. Yeah. At the end of the day, I've seen you support people behind the scenes. Rather people know it or not, this brother actually supports a lot of people. Um, just because you don't see everything don't mean that it's not being done. Um, but man, we proud of you, man, as a as a community. We got your back. Uh and we rallying behind you, you know, as a brother, I got your back. And uh yeah, support this brother. If y'all are in Marion, Indiana, any of his cities, he owns a scooter company. What cities are those in? Man, we're in Marion. Gas City, Wabash, Anderson, and we should be back in Huntington soon. Okay. So all of those cities that he that's seven cities, right? Five. That's five. Yeah. But you in seven total, right? We well, we we should be here in the next couple months. Okay. So right now he's in five cities and make sure that y'all get out and support. I need to do a better job at riding them scooters. Especially if you and Marion Marion, we need to do a better job as a whole support Morel scooters because it supported the community. Elevated events downtown Marion. Y'all book some events. It's super nice. So nice. The Economic Growth Council had the Investment Achievement Awards there. Yeah. And you just had a book, a big major corporation book, right? Yeah, man. They booked again, man. So um, Anthem, which is like the... Uh Basically, corporate it's an insurance company, and they they have an event coming up here uh, May third and fourth and fifth, and they book another one in uh, in August. So that's I mean, that's dope, man. So now I'm really excited, man. I'm really appreciative of all the support that I've received for every endeavor that I've that I've decided to dive on, and, and ones that I'm currently getting into as well. I really appreciate the support of the community and all that's going on. One last thing is encouraging, man, for everybody watching is that that first step is always the hardest. So the, the step from zero to one. Is way harder than one to one hundred. So I'm mm. just encouraging everyone to step out on faith and make that first step. Then the rest of the steps are a lot easier. But let if, if you didn't get anything else today, just be encouraged and take your first step. I mean, because really, zero to one is infinite. You know, there's a whole bunch of numbers between zero and one. But after you hit step one, the other steps kind of start rolling. So just be encouraged. Take that first step. Step out the boat, or whatever you want to call it. Take your take your first step today. Hey, before Ronnie in, let's just let's just say this real quick. So when he's saying step out the boat, that's when uh, Jesus was talking to his, he talking about Jesus and one of the disciples, Peter. And so Jesus challenged Peter to get out of the boat and walk on water. It's a pretty famous biblical story. But the point of the story is as, as long as Peter was looking at Jesus, he never sunk. But the minute that he took his focus off, yeah, start to go down So that's a, that's a challenge to me That ain't really for nobody else It's really for me But hey man I want to thank y'all for tuning in To I don't know The Kyron Montero podcast show yeah. Or whatever But man I'ma just be Sitting down having some dope conversation And the whole point of these is We want to add value to people Rather it's faith 
culture or entrepreneurship we want to give back because there's been so many people who have poured into us freely so many people and so we want to do the same so salute to my city man indiana salute to everybody doing something all the visionaries rise up and make something happen man all right y'all be safe man